Hey everyone, it's What's The Game Plan, and I don't think I need to even introduce uh, these two guys I have here because they almost have a fan base going for their Cheltenham tips year on year, and this is the annual podcast for Cheltenham tips. So, Mark and Mick, what, what, how are we going to win some money this year? Well, thanks Johnny, we're back a year later, um, just back from a six month cruise around the world with the winnings from last year. Um, so it's good to be here. So uh, thanks for ent- uh, entertaining and looking after us again. And thanks to Mick for hosting us. Pity we don't have a camera to show the lovely tan you got on that cruise. That's it, yeah. Um, I suppose before we get started, just a couple of house rules, just, you know, the usual. So uh, health and safety, we have two fire exits. <laughs> one just here to the left, the door, and uh, one here at the window beside our good friend Zeus, who's there to make sure James Clerken and his dog don't get in. And uh, I suppose um, just to let people know, it's the first time we've had to do this in three years, but because of the controversy with Gary Lineker, social media, and the BBC at the moment, mm-hmm. we've had to bring an independent person in from KPMG to keep an eye on things so we'd just like to say hello to Derek Reid hello Derek how you doing boys yeah so he'll be keeping an eye on things and making sure everything goes to plan Derek will also get the value uh, because he'll get all the tips just before this is released and uh, I can see he's keen on his phone to make them bets he's ready to bet (laughs) as he's waiting so um, yeah I think uh, more or less ready to go the the going to Cheltenham has gone soft Nick I believe yeah yeah. so it's going to make it a bit tougher um, but you know that's what winter's all about you know we don't want it too fast that we never get a winner the, the outsiders to go in um, so we're looking forward to it Tuesday I suppose it's still a few days away so some of our picks mightn't run etc but we'll, we'll do our best for you I think we have that every year Mark where there's double yeah. entries at, at this stage but you know yeah. all, all we can do yeah. is our best and, and uh, yeah. just to let you know that uh, in me and Mick, neither of us have backed the winner since the 1st of January this year, so I don't, want to, get you, I don't want to get you too worried, but anyway, <laughs> yeah. should we but, fire ahead, I suppose? Just a quick word, to the positive feedback we got for last year's uh, um, podcast, um, we seem to have a very loyal group of followers, there's Mark Garrity, and he's adamant he won't have a bet, he listens to this podcast first, and somebody... Uh, Derek Reed's mate Bernard over in Tenerife. Similarly, both of a Betley listens to this. But, um, and can well, you blame him? Well, I wouldn't blame him. <laughs> but one in particular, uh, Martin McGregor, he's actually able to retire uh, after last year's podcast. He retired a full time job. Now, I'm not saying it was fully down to our podcast, but. But who's to say otherwise? Who's to say otherwise? Yeah, and of course, we have uh, your brother and. Mick son David, who uh, thanks to our tips last year has gone to Australia for a yeah. year. Yeah, we're yeah. going all over the world this we're time. We're trying to avoid us, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get into the race anyway. I just, uh, sorry, yeah. when you mentioned friends, I forgot to mention my good mate John Elliott, who always listens to this. John is a, an expert on handicap ratings, weights, uh, all sorts of jockeys, uh, you know, grounds, times, and uh, he spent a lot of time this week studying. And has sent me some information, you know, stats and things for for the podcast. Excellent. I'd like to thank John. And after going through them, I fucked him in the bin. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, John. Language sympathy. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm doing it my way, and that's it. Right, Mark. Right. 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 Okay, Spring Novels is heard like day one. Day one, the first race, and my horse for this is Fasel Vega. Now, although it was very short, it was as short as 8 to 11 before its last run at Leperstown, and it was a poor run, but drifted out to maybe 11 to 4, back into around 7 to 4, 15 to 8 now. But like his form 
if you leave the last race out, it is exemplary. He's won on soft going, which is most likely going to get. He was nearly bottomless when he won at Cheltenham last year in his uh, in his bumper race. He had um, two very good wins before, both at Leperstown at Berry House and just the same, maybe too fast a pace. But he was it was quoted in a number of uh, newspapers that Willie Mullins said he was lame after that race in Leperstown. That being the case, it's a ready-made um, excuse for the poor run. And the going certainly won't bother him. The more rain, it, it, it won't bother him the slightest. And I think he's uh, around 7-4, to 2-1. to one. I think he's a great bet. Um, I'm not sure what your opinion is on that or Mark. Um, yeah, my opinion is probably one of the worst Supreme Novices hurdles I've seen in 10 years, 20 years. There's no Denolis, there's no Constitution Hills, there's no Nolans. You know, there's no brave Vincas. So, you know, there's no machines. There's question marks over a number of them. Um, all I know is, when I see him fast at Vega at Leperstown in February, he went out like a light. I don't care if he was lame or he had no shoes or his jockey jumped off. As far as I'm concerned, if that happens once, there's question marks to be answered. And I'm willing to go down the, the main street in Gordy with no trousers on if he finishes in the first tree on Tuesday, that's for certain. Um Apart from that, though, I have no big fancy. Um, soft ground, as Mick said. So, you know, if Fasai Vega wins, he wins. But uh, it's a poor Supreme Novices hurdle. What other names stick out to you since like, we're only here in Fasai Vega? Yeah, well, I like uh, Tamoris for Paul Nichols. He's won in the Bridal in his last two runs on heavy ground at Sandown and uh, Chepstow. And he likes uh, this ground and he's unbeaten. And he could be very interesting, you know, if they don't go too quick. He'll be coming there in the Bridal. Uh, high definition, my favourite for the derby a couple of years. He's uh, going to go off in front. Uh, he jumps to the right and he's a bit of a, a head carriage problem. So, you know, he could be one of the outsiders. But we're in national, there's a lot of talk for. And they let Etat Tomp, who beat Fasal Vega. But it's, look, it's pretty straightforward. The, the lay of the meeting, Fasal Vega. That's my tip. And Tamaris each way. The lay of the meeting. That's a new one. I like it. Well, we move on to the next one, sir. Move on to the article there, Mickey. Uh, the article, yeah. Um, to me, this nearly looks, uh, nearly, I know there's plenty of good horses in it, but it nearly looks a match between John Bonner and um, El Papico uh, Mullins and, and um, is it Henderson. But uh, I'd be going with John Bonner this one, Mark, without going into any much detail on the remainder. Yeah, it's, again, it's a poor article, you know. Like, yeah. I think I, it's I see, hard to make a case I for that. I see 12 runners here, that. and I can tell you the final orders on Banbridge and St. Raw would probably all go somewhere else. So that brings us down to nine, and six of them are 100 to one, 50 to one. So it's El Fabio versus John Bond. There's no doubt about it. It's the best from Ireland versus the best from England. They are the best two horses. There's nothing between them. John Bond, I think, is a little bit more classier in that he's uh, finished second to Constitution Hill last year and went on to win at Aintree. He was a bit scrappy last time out in the two-horse race. You know, he eventually wore down Calico and beat him. And Calico won since. So, not much between them. But, I, you know, I, if you put a gun to me head, uh, I'll follow Mick on this one. And uh, I think John Bond might just be the classer of the two. Um, but another poor race, you know, just too, too early yet yeah. to get given the, Given the poor weather we've been having, and as you're saying, weak kind of fields, is there any kind of each ways you want to throw out there? And with the massive prices that you've been saying. Yeah, we will, no, but there are plenty of them coming up. With <laughs> <Okay. laughs> only nine runners in the air because there's nothing there to get each way about. And in the first race, there's probably only going to be nine runners as well. Now, we get into the handicaps, so there'll be a few good each way or stair fields, so don't worry. I am worried. Anyways, next race. <laughs> and talking of handicaps, <laughs> yeah. we have the ultimate handicap chase. 
Uh, one of my favourite races, three miles. Um, soft ground on Tuesday, and uh, we'll have the full field of 20 runners, I'm pretty sure, here. And if you shop around, you'll get five or six places, as Shawnee likes. Lovely. Good each way betting. Um, I've had a, I had a look at it, you know, there's a lot of good horses in it. A lot of them have run a lot this season, so... I I I I like I really, I really like Nas Alam here. Um, he's probably going to go off seven or eight to one. You know, um, to, to me that's each way. You know, anything over five to one has to be each way in a handicap six bases. And this lad was uh, down the field in November in Cheltenham when we were there ourselves uh, in the Paddy Power Gold Cup. He finished seven or eight over two and a half miles, and then he improved at Christmas uh, at the first of January meeting at Cheltenham when he was toured behind Il Rodito and he was running on really well. He's got three good wins and soft, heavy ground, and he's begging uh, to get this trip. And he's he's down the weights a bit, so I, I think uh, he he looks the best of the uh, the English horses. It's not a race that the Irish normally win, believe it or not. So it's not really any good the gaffers there and that. But uh, happy go lucky, another one at about ten or twelve to one might have an each way chance, but. Um, to me, Nassalem has all the, the is ticking the right boxes for me at this stage, and I can't see myself changing my mind by Tuesday. Maybe your man Corrup Rambler, he won it last year, didn't he? Yeah, he came from a mile a behind. mile back. Yeah, I actually he, watched the video of that. He looked at no chance whatsoever with two to jump, and he just came right between the two. Then yeah. coming, uh, coming, coming, and he's in a bit of form, and he's still, still yeah. I, that'll be probably my selection for it. Now he's well, when I say only, but he's going to be five, maybe six to one, but it's probably just a bit narrow for um, an each way bet, but. You know, five or six to one. That'd be my tip for it anyway. Say, won it last year and has been a form and certainly his form around the course now. Whether or not, I'm not sure, Mark, if they got a soft going will be an inconvenience for him. Yeah, no, he's going to soft. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. won the soft but, but, last year. That'd be my selection for it anyway. But I reckon it's going to be softer this year than it was last year, Mark. It's definitely going to be soft on Tuesday. There's, uh, <clears> there's rain on uh, Sunday night into Monday at Cheltenham. It's dry there now this evening and tomorrow, but. That it's soft and getting a bit tacky by Monday, yeah. and that rain will really soften it up. Yeah. It's going to dry out on Wednesday, and then more rain Wednesday night, Thursday. Well, so it's back to snow soft. as well, isn't it? At some stage between now and then. So it's but, going to be a soft week, yeah. but a good to soft. But that that would be my uh, my tip for a Cork Rambler. Hard to argue with that. Yeah, so there's two yeah. there anyway. Yeah. They're not yeah. no twenty to ones yet. We'll yeah. save them for yeah. later. Uh, <laughs> the next one's a champion hurdle, and I don't, I'm not sure. If it's, I don't see Constitution here getting beaten. No, it's, it's right. unfortunately it's another, you know, like the Supreme, the Arkell and the Champion, three big races on day one, and just, just they're just disappointing this year, you know, like and, and it's not Constitution's fault, you know. Three to one on, I've never seen a horse three to one on in Cheltenham in a long, long time, and he deserves to be three to one on. Um, State man's unbeaten. Well, though. Sheskin was four, three or four to one. Three to one, one on, was he? When he got beaten, definitely yeah. the soil was. But yeah. Yeah. No, look, State man has been very impressive in Ireland. He won the. The county hurdle in the canter, canter last year at Cheltenham, and uh, he's won well this year. He's won the big races in Ireland, and he put honeysuckle in his place. Yeah. So he's the champion horse in Ireland, and he's trained with Willie Mullins. And you know he, he'll give Constitution a run for yeah. his money. But every five or six, seven years, a, a special horse comes along, and this, this fella, yeah. his times are unbelievable. He hasn't come off the bridle yet, and uh, he's the new Mister Brack. There's no doubt about it. Um, they're saying even last year he did a faster time in the novice race than the champion hurdle was running. Yeah, that's you know? it. Unbelievable. So like once he's, when he's he, seems, he seems as good as that. You could argue that what he's beaten is Epitante yeah. nearly each time, but he's doing it so easily, it's hard to imagine what you'd throw into, yeah. you know, maybe Stapan. In the fact that they haven't met. But yeah. I, I think I six think or so. seven runners is always going to turn up here on Tuesday, so there's no each way. Yeah. You know, I think it's, it's a race where you... 
go to the bar, get your pint, sit back and relax and just enjoy it, you know. So And we're completely against betting on the distance. Um yeah, no interest. <laughs> you know. Um, yeah. you know, I hope State Man wins for Ireland, obviously to to to, to, to hush the those who think Constitution is a machine, but from mm. what I'm half saying he is a machine, so yeah. A race to watch, you know. Yeah. So but plenty of time to make money as the day goes on. And talking of making money, the mayor's hurdle, a cracking race at last. Mick? Yeah, my heart would go with honeysuckle here, but I'm just not 100% sure. Like her, her two runs this year, there was a bet earlier on that Paddy Power had honeysuckle to go unbeaten this year. So that, that's very good. She hasn't won a race this year yet. But uh, mm. any time she's met Epitante, she's come out on top with her. But... I have a funny feeling that Patante is holding his form a little better, maybe, than Honeysuckle. So I would narrow this down to, well, I suppose it's easy enough in that we are the top three in the betting, but with Maria's, uh, Maria's Rock, Patante and Honeysuckle, and just sort of made, I've made money on it before, I'll stick with Honeysuckle, but hmm. I wouldn't be overconfident, Mark. No, no, it's a great little race. I actually had a 3% share in Honeysuckle, believe it or not. And uh, back in September, Mick told me he'd backed Honeysuckle to go unbeaten this year. So I immediately sold him when I heard that. and made a nice profit, thanks be to God. Because uh, the poor girl hasn't been at the races since. But um, yeah, look, it's our last race ever. There's nothing would give any of us privilege to stand up and clap if she came over that line and forced mm-hmm. uh, on Tuesday, you know, and to win the Mayor's Hurdle. Um, She's been a, a, an honour uh, to Irish race and great to watch. Um, and I know Matt Chapman, if he's listening, uh, has never rated her and never given her a good word, but uh, he's had his reasons. Marie's Rock is going to go on the stairs hurdle, I think. So he won't, or she won't turn up. Um, and um, I like, well, Love Envoy has done nothing wrong. <coughs> the, the, the mayor's novice hurdle last year in a canter. Loves soft ground and has absolutely bolted in in our first two runs this year. And last mm. time out beat Playful Saint, Ed danced on her as if she couldn't be seen. And uh, Playful Saint finished third today in the, the big race of Sandown, running on well, so she franked the farm. So Love, Love Inboy is a good one. And uh, Echoes and Rain for Ireland, Willie Mullins. Um, after watching the tape of this lad, he was creeping into the race behind Tiopu and Honeysuckle there. In November, travelled really well in fourth and looked like he was going to challenge when he fell two out and has since won very easy in a warm-up. So I think he has a great chance. So I think the old boys, Honeysuckle and Epitanti might be getting on a bit and I think it's time for the new block and I think uh, this is going to be a match between Echoes and Rain and Love Envoy. I think for future listeners, even mention the price in case they are listening to this while they're in Paddy Power and they're seeing a massive price change in anything as we go along. So... Just in future going through these races, maybe mention the price. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Well, my two there just picked their boat six to one. <coughs> so you know, a five and well, what's, what's honeysuckle about five to two? Five to five two, two honeysuckle, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 constitution. And do you expect it to yeah. drop with the weather, or do you expect them to drift? Or? No, no. I think honeysuckle will be the top of three. Them, them three will stay. I think at the top of the. Well, Marie's Rock's going to go to the stairs hurdle. I think honeysuckle and. Yeah, but Tanti will go off about nine to four, and the other three lads will be around nine to two. You you, you won't get six to one in my two. Envoy Allen and Echoes and Rain. They'll both be four to one come Tuesday. Mm. So if you want to back the two of them, now is your chance to get on. Exactly. Uh, the Boodles Juvenile Hurdle, 
And I might leave this one to you, Mark. It's a tricky the, race the now. I picked is an on-runner in an arc light. He's not going No, he's not going. No, no. no. Now, we've had to put a lot of work into this race um, because it's, it, it's, it's a fascinating race. And, I, you know, I, I normally do well in it every year. Um, so I, I, I put the work in. Uh, I don't like the favourite, Takeo. Uh, I think he's too skinny, 3-1. to one. I know he chased home Fasel Vega and uh, back in November, December, but you know what I think of Fasel, so that does nothing for me. Biker, second favourite. Uh, he's trained by Charles Burns or Charles O'Brien, I think it is, uh, in Ireland. Another one, question marks over. Um, a nice one here is Perseus Way, trained by Gary Moore. And I just noticed he had a few winners of sand down today, and he's in great form at the moment. This lad was... Uh, second only a couple of weeks ago in the big race at Sandown um, where he got uh, nearly brought down at the Tour de Fort Fence and stayed on really well to chase home Nourset if you remember him uh, Joseph O'Brien's horse he was favoured for this but he's now going to Aintree instead so a 10 to 1 he's a bit of an each way um, and the talk of the town unbelievably out of nowhere is a horse called Bad B-A-D 25 Ooh. to 1 into 8 to 1 might even go off five to one, I believe, on Tuesday. This horse cost a couple of hundred thousand euro. A French horse, unbeaten in his last couple of runs in France, has never ran the UK. He's gone straight to Ben Paul in stable, and he's bullish about it. And I was listening to Tony Mullins in a podcast the other night, and he tells me that this thing is absolutely flying at home, and he Except tried to buy it. Podcasts, uh, um, <laughs> uh, so he could it's be one. Here. Yeah. Unfortunately for me, I don't like horses that have never ran. Yeah. in the UK before yeah. especially in a hot race like this mm. um, but my, you know my each way tip here would be Perseus way at 10 to 1 and uh, if it was going to go for Nourish would it be Biker at 13 to 2 at the moment you know but a trappy race um, but just keep an eye on that bad because uh, they, didn't, they didn't pay that money and supplement them here for nothing yeah. Nick don't talk to me about paying big money for horses Mark but edit that no I'll go along with your selection as I said my original boys is an on runner in it so the, the final race of the day the National Hunt Chase and not being too original here but I'm going to go for the favourite uh, Gilard Dumoulin this yoke was third against a horse that's going on later in the week Mighty Potter um, out in Leperstown in the early February and to me that's top form like he was although well beaten there on the day it's absolutely top form mm. it was um, a big race there worth 150,000 quid yeah uh, and he's able to come third in that now he's only going to be at say five to four even money that kind of a price but mm. you know I, I'd be surprised if, if he stays standing I'd be surprised if he's beaten is he up against nobodies? I wouldn't go that far. You know, there, there's a young uh, uh, Manila crooner. Like he, he's, he can be good in his day. Remember, he ran, we were, they were in Leprosals back eight or nine months ago now, Mark, that uh, he ran on really well. Mm. But like... I'd say, horrible, I'd, yeah. Yeah, but I, I'd, say, I'd, I'd, I'd go though for um, the, the fab here. But yeah, sure but look, Tour to Mighty Potter, who we know is going to be favoured for the, the Turner's Chase on Thursday. Mighty Potter's unbeatable and so far. Bambridge ran on well in that race and only just pipped Gallard for second. It was a two and a half mile race only. Gallard actually ran the Irish National last year, I think it was, finished toured over three and a half miles. So he gets the trip. It's Willie Mullins. He looks good. Um, I wouldn't rule out Maller Mission at five to one, the second favourite. Uh, he's got some good form on soft ground. He definitely stays and he was only touched off by Churchtown Warrior, who's also a runner here last time out, but looked like he was getting them 
coming to the line and this extra four four long. So he'll be the danger. Um, the, you know, with the Fav, yes, six to five. Um, he probably won for the Acumes and for the each way lads or the forecast lads. Mariner Mission. And talking of forecasts, um, our special guest from KPMG, Mr. Reid, informs us that he got a tricast up. Not a forecast, a tricast up at Leopardstown on Monday. He was out with a few mates drinking. That's something me and Mick would never do on a Monday gamble or drink. I've never seen a sober person put on a <laughs> no, tricast. But, uh, well, done, well, done, well done, Derek. And I, we know you're here to observe and make sure everything goes. But look, um, seeing though you're the man in form and you're, you want, you have a few bob in your pocket, is there anything you'd fancy on the day one, Derek, you'd like to tell us about? Uh, the only one I do like, Manella Kruner, in that one. Um, as an each, just, as each think, way. Yeah, I just think 6-5 yeah. to five or 11-10, to 10, I'm looking here at the moment, that Gallard do Mesnil is. So yeah. I think definitely for a, for an each way go, it's 9-1 to one at the moment, Manella Kruner. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so there's your first tri-cast of the day. Uh, <laughs> Galler de Mesnel, Marler Mission, and Manella Crooner in the National Hunt Chase. Hound combination tricast yeah. cost you about six quid, and if that comes up, I'd expect you to be getting around a hundred euro back. So thank easy money. So day one is over. Um, not a great, not a, not the best day's racing, I suppose. Uh, the banker of the day for me is uh, Facile Vega to get beat now. So. Oh, Mark, that's a bit harsh. Mick, uh, yeah, what's your banker on day one? Um, actually, go fast out of the Somebody's got to be the humble boy on Wednesday morning. As we move on to day two of the 2023 Cheltenham Festival, okay, and Nick, we have the Body Bowers Novice Hurdle to kick right, us off. Yeah. Again, there's a, a fairly warm favourite in this, but uh, I'm actually going for uh, horses, but five, maybe six to one, uh, Goodland. Uh, he won when we were at uh, Leopardstown, there, it was back um, well, about 4th or 4th, 5th of February. And um, we all agreed we were going to back it, but uh, some lads got stuck in the bar and didn't. But I went down the back of myself, and uh, very, I, I thought it was a very impressive winner. Uh, I think it's, it's Barry Connell, I think. Very, very impressive that day. Now, it is, this is a very tough, I said some of the other races might be kind of not much in them. There's a bit of depth in this race, but I think around five or six to one, I think he has an excellent chance at it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I was there that day. Actually, I, I did try to back him, but... Uh, the crowd got in my way. I couldn't get through them, um, and he was impressive. Uh, two and a half miles, good to soft that day. Um, he's thrown in here, and probably one of the best Ballymores in a while. You know, we've got some serious racehorses here. He's one of them. Champ Keeley for Willie Mullins is another one at about eight to one. This lad uh, was very impressive in two of his last three runs. Got a bit caught out in a slow run race in between, but. You know, watching the, the the videos and the the, the times, the, the two favourites are unbelievable. Uh, Impair a passe and Hermes Allen. Like Impair a passe has had two runs that he's been three to one on, five to one on. He absolutely cantered in both times. A French import uh, for Willie Mullins. He looks very good. And the word from the stable lads is they can't see this being beaten. Um, and Hermes Allen has been favoured for this race for the last four months. Mm. Absolutely bolted in November when we were over at Cheltenham, and since then has won again in a canter. Um, Paul Nichols, you know, another super horse. Uh, my only worry is with the soft ground, we know that Paul Nichols goes into hiding and takes all his horses out, races the coward. But, um, can I say that? It's <laughs> all right, thank you very much. Um, so look, 
I'm not a favourite man, you know, um, but if I had to back either the two of them, it's Hermes Allen for me. Um, and Goodland, Barry O'Connell on the, the TG4 uh, racing preview the other night said to Goodland and his first horse, Marine National, would both win, but everybody's going to say that. He's got a good chance. I just think the softer ground might just go against him in stamina. What was it? it was good to soft. Good to soft, yeah, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. This would be very soft ground. Yeah. So he, he'll go out there. But I think Hermes Allen <coughs> is the one to beat for England. But uh, a fascinating race, you know. Mm, and, good uh, race, yeah. there's, good, there's good value there to be got. So we're moving on. Okay. The second the, race. Probably the novice chase. Yeah, sure. It's the three mile sun alliance it used to be, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 This, uh, yeah. Again, there's a, a few very... There's a few possible non-runners here, yeah. Uh, yeah, but uh, I'm taking with this Sir Gerhard is going to go with this. So, uh, so Gerhard is going, yeah. It's a yeah. small field, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. got eight runners, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, again, I'm going against the favourite. Normally, when I go racing, I normally keep back in favourites, but I'm going against the favourite here again um, with uh, Sir Gerhard in, in, in this one. Um, he won, albeit it was a, a smallish race done in Goran Park on heavy ground there on the 26th of February. If you look back at the video of that he absolutely ploughs through the ground you know if it's soft it certainly won't be a, a hindrance to him so no. uh, whether or not now he's as good as uh, as the, the favourite this but I, i'm going to take a chance with him uh, mark yeah well he's a he's his class horse he's got bumper forms yeah. uh, he, 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 won, he won, the, won the bumper over there and won the Barry Moore yeah. here last year was yeah. it uh, yeah. well, he, two he, and a half miles he did yeah he was favourite he won the Ballymore horse yeah. last year my only worry about sir gerhard is he only had one chase to date, and that was the, the race you just mentioned where mm. he ploughed through the mud. Mm. I suppose the Sun Alliance chase three miles, fast run race, you know, it could be a bit novicey. That doesn't mm. mean uh, he's not up to it. So, uh, definitely, uh, the favourite, Jerry Colombe, uh, he's unbeaten. I think he's won six or seven in a row. I just, I just had he got into a slog at Sandown last time out on very heavy ground and might have taken the toll on him. Um, the real whacker, you know, this, I mean, this lad. Would have been a hundred to one for this race a few months ago, but he bolted in at Cheltenham in November and he went in again in December. Now both were good ground races, so this soft ground might go against him. He's a front runner and he's going to go off and he's going to take them on. And um, be a great fairy tale story if he he could go all the way. I'm not having time Hill. I don't know how many times I've tipped him. And he's let me down. Um, I'm just not going there. So time so, hill it is. Eh? You know, I'm going to have a small flutter on the real whacker at four to one, nine to two. I think he'll go to the front. He jumps beautifully. There's question marks about Sir Gerard, Jerry Columby. You know, Mike Potter's not going here. So I think the real whacker will try and whack them into mm. the place. But Sir Gerard, if his jumping holds up, will yeah. definitely be the danger. Yeah. Uh, Jerry Columbia, I just think uh, it won't be able to three exactly. miles. And, the, and that was a small race that he, he won down the country, but I didn't see that enormous from what I remember of it. didn't see that enormous his jump on that day. Now, fair enough, you, you need experience, I suppose, already right, going faster and so on. But he has course form as well, you know, um, both in bumper and hurdle and, and in Cheltenham. And sometimes horses either like it or they don't over there. So I'd be happy enough to go along with uh, Sir Gerard Hard at maybe four to one. Nine to two. Yeah. Uh, what price is that you were tipping up, Mark? Uh, about four to one as well. So yeah, one of those yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. just uh, watching here live the Players Championship in the middle of our podcast, and Scotty Scheffler with an eagle at the second from off the green, with his birdie at the first, and he's just gone from seven under to ten under in two holes to take the lead in the Players Championship. I know someone in this room has a large bet on at eleven to two. <laughs> anyway, that's golf. We, we leave that out. 
And we move on to the another of my favourite races on Cheltenham, the Cardle Cup. Yeah, you go ahead first. Absolute fascinating race. Um, I think I've had the winner about four times in the last 10 years, including Medina's at 33 to 1. I remember El Rooster Booster winning it back 15 years ago and then going on to win the champion hurdle. And the problem with this race the last few years is the Irish. They've been slipping into this um, from novice form into handicaps and getting ratings. And, you know, they've been, they've been nicking it all the time. But for the first time, after a hard study, we're back on form this year. And form looks good instead of novice. Um, Soft ground, compound has been the gamble of the, the week into 11 to 2 from 16 to 1. He was uh, gambled off the board last year to win this race and finished third when the rains came. He doesn't like the rains, the rains have come again. His form is not great this year. I have absolutely no idea why he's favourite. John Elliott, who's listening, is laughing at me. Um, but I've had a good look at this race, and believe it or not, there's 30 runners going to post, and I have narrowed it down to two very easily. And easily? Very easily. Is one of them HMSC Horse? Yes, it is. HMS Seahorse, who was toured here at Cheltenham last year in a two-mile Martin Pipe, and won very impressively over two and a half miles soft in December, and has been put away for this race. He has the form, he loves the trip, he has his ground, he's going to take some beating. He's mm. seven to one now, he'll be three to one, seven to two come Wednesday, and he's the one to beat. And chase them home, it'll be Captain Comby at 11 to one. It's a one-two for Ireland again, but at least they're handicappers this time. Um, Forget the rest. The soft ground, the English have no chance. It could be a one, two, three, four for Ireland. But I'm telling you now, and Mick's telling you, horse. get on the seahorse. He's going to sail home at seven to one. <laughs> now we're talking. Yeah, <laughs> back onto the champion chase, me Yeah, yeah. There's a few in this that I just, I just wouldn't back. Blue Lord being one of them. I just, I just don't, I just don't fancy him. I backed him a few at times, particularly at Leperstown, and there's just something, something about him. But I think it nearly comes down between the, the two, the two fans, they're for 13 days and 2 to 1, uh, Edberston and Numeringa, and Numeringa. And I'd, I'd go for Mullins as one. That he'd definitely, he'd be able to handle the soft ground. Now, he was, he was poor in um, his, it was his last run, where he was uh, odds on favourite and beaten. But, um, I'd, I'd, I'd give him a chance on, on, on soft ground, but uh, I think it's him or Edwardson, whichever. Yeah, it's another disappointing field again. They've got eight, seven runners only. You know, there's no each way again in the, the big race. Like, it's it's pretty simple. This race comes, comes down to the race we seen at Cheltenham uh, back in December, um, where Edward Maynard got favourite, Edwardstown was mm-hmm. second favourite, and Edward de Guy was 20 to 1, and he went off in front. The two boys tracked him. Tactically, <coughs> and uh, when Editor Gee got away, to, you know, Willie's, Willie's lad, Enogamine, came under pressure mm. and uh, f- flopped. And uh, Edward Stone got going then, but uh, it was too late. Mm-hmm. You know, he drew, he drew level with Editor De Gee in the run in, but he used up too much energy trying to catch him because he was tracking Enogamine and thought he was going to win. So, you know, different tactics today, or Wednesday, Edward Stone should easily reverse the form with Editor De Gee. Uh, Energy Man is a, a class horse. He loves the mm. soft ground, but I don't forgive him. Forget, as you know, Basel Vega, 
Uh, come on, you pass out with it. You yeah. know, just one for England. <laughs> American Marine was well eased in that race. I, I looked well, at it again. You know, certainly but, was. But, 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 I agree. He, he and he'll be well eased again it, on Wednesday. But could could be, but he was beat yeah. maybe 20 lengths. But, yeah. no, you know, it's Edward's. It's a, a two-horse race, as Mick said. He's, you know, Energy Marine. But Edward's town has been the best on the block for the last two years. He's won the Arkle. He's the best two-mile around. He deserves his big day. And uh, I'm going to chalk one off for the Brits here. Uh, but uh, a, a great little race again between the two of them, you know. No disrespect to Mick's mount. Uh, just think, I can't see how he can reverse the form. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a big punt on it again. Just he has good form before that, but uh, he was well beat. That was a poor run that day, I suppose. Maybe it's in my nature to forgive these lads, you know. <laughs> You're too nice. <laughs> too nice, yeah. yeah <laughs> so cross country chase uh, yeah. is, is the fifth race. Yeah. Are we I, in the fifth I, race already on day two. We are I think, this, I think this is all about Delta work. Delta, the favourite at evens. Yeah. yeah, I think it is. I, I was surprised he was able to win last year when, when the party come and uh, was a tiger. Yeah, tiger roll he beat last year, wasn't it? Yeah, he got up to yeah. beat tiger. Yeah, yeah. Tiger yeah. Roll. Yeah. Oh, oh, lost oh, his oh, life. Yeah, <laughs> 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 but, but uh I remember we were the last day he ran he was given away what the goods of a stone do you remember that uh, delta work yeah and still now fair enough he, he was beaten but yeah. he was bang there they're giving away that kind of way that i think even money doesn't look a great price in that length of a race and so many jumps and that but at the same time i think he'll win mm. yeah well, we're looking at it you know it's level weights for all the horses mm. in all the cross-country races during the year they're all done on weights different weights you know so yeah you're right mick he was a stone and a half heavier and everything else last time out at Cheltenham and he was there at the last just weekend on the run in to finish fifth so everything that finished in front of him can't beat him there's no doubt about it the strange thing is to see Galvin in the race very surprised so this fellow was 4-1 uh, to one joint favourite of the Gold Cup last year uh, he's gone out of form a bit he's never crossed country to be far um, but you know he's only 2-1 to one now there's a, there's a lot of talk about him Delta Work won it last year and he'd never ran over this track but I'm like make horses for courses here I'd be very surprised if Delta Work doesn't win. And, you know, come Wednesday afternoon, three or four pints in, two Jack Daniels and a, a, a curry <laughs> chips. You know, I could see the first <coughs> €50 Euro win coming here. Yes. Even money, Delta Work, um, he, he could be the one. And uh, for those who like forecasts, uh, I was having a chat with the... Uh, Our TriCast. TriCast man well, here. Of the course. Group, yeah. uh, I was talking to the... Uh, Trainer of Snow Leopardess, and uh, I heard the lovely grey, he's nearly white, is flying at the moment as another eagle goes in, this time Max Homer. And it's like a, sorry, I'll turn that TV on. Pawn at the racing, come yeah, on. No, it's down to work, it's a big bet. He's going to win, he's the Napa Day too. he's going in the Akum, the place yeah, got yeah, the He is, well, I think and, so. Uh, yeah, it, it is a long race, plenty of jumps and that, but no, at the same time. He has course for him, he's, yeah, he's got the yeah, weight, you know, yeah. I agree with Mick, this is one of the, the bankers, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, Grand Annual, uh, lovely. Two mile chase. Well, this is probably my first each way. Good man, Nick. Yeah. And you don't get, by the way, just for the tape, this man never does each way, so listen very carefully. Each way. The one I'm going for is uh, third time lucky, uh, Skelton's horse. I was looking at um, the other race you ran at um, uh, Sandown. There, I was early February. And again, this, the going was actually soft there as well that day. And he does know he's he's never got his sprint, but he's able to stay on and could be a horse with the four places in that mark. I'll be five at least, yeah. Five, yeah it's gonna uh, be twenty like, runners. I believe like at the moment he's about twelve to one or so. 
and that'll be the one I'll be going for Mark in that uh, as an each way now um, rather than yeah third time lucky yeah, yeah. I, I actually have, yeah he's, he's in my notebook um, not every horse gets into that now he, oh, he no. was a class horse he was Arkle yeah. form yeah. Uh, last year but he went off the boil and he didn't start this year well but he picked up a nice tourage <laughs> a couple of runs back and then he did he did stay on well at Sandown last time I was watching that race uh, to win as Mick he didn't quite use the words he did plod on to win it so you know, the, 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 people, the Grand Annual is the fastest race in the world they go off like cats and dogs in this two miler and uh, Ruby Walsh informs me and promises me that nothing comes from behind in this race so if you're not up in the top five or six turning for home you can forget about it so toward time lucky we'll have to go with them um, but if he stays with them definitely I agree with Mick he's got a good each way chance as as course sublime at 12 to 1 He's got another each way chance. He's carrying one of the top weights, though. He's trained by Henry de Bromhead. Um, we're going to stick the neck out now and give you the first outside of the week. I know Shawnee now is getting the pen out here in the notebook. He's been waiting for one. And uh, this lad uh, will love the soft ground and he'll stay with them. And he, I think he could outstay them if he stands up. And at 16, 20 to 1, my first big outsider at the Cheltenham Festival is Red Rookie, who finished third to third time lucky last time out Sandown. And right. uh, it was only beaten about six lengths. He gets a six pound pull, and I think he's going to be. He's only had two runs this year, so he's nice and fresh. What type of price is he? He's sixteen to one at the moment. So red rookie for mm-hmm. the outside punters. To my first stick the yeah. neck out at this stage. Who do you think is setting the pace in that race? Um, this this race, Dino Blue and uh, Magical Days. The two Irish horses were going to go hell for tongue <coughs> in the front, and try and, but uh, both novice chasers. First time in a handicap for both of them, I think. So. Question is, will, will one of the, the older handicappers just outstay them near the end? Yeah, but, uh, that's what I'm asking. Like, how many horses will think uh, the tactic is to take on them and try to no, keep up with their just, pace? Try and stay with them without taking them on, I think is the plan. If you try to take yeah. them on, you'll burn out. Yeah. And like special word for final orders here. I hope he runs a good race. I think he's won five or six in a row in Ireland. Mm. Very hard to win four or five handicaps. with it yeah. going up and up the weights, but he's got a big weight on his back. But uh, I wish him the best of luck. But it's, it's third time lucky... Uh, for a place and red rookie the first of the outsiders on day two and we're going to move on to the final race of day bump, two which is the bumper and um, just let you know we'll be taking a short break after this race sure and um, just to uh avoid by the health and safety rules oh. use the facilities and top up the drinks <laughs> and have another look at max Holmes eagle and <laughs> um, so the bumper, Mick. Yeah, you're an expert in this race. Well, not that not, not, not my favourite race well, of the week, but anyway. But Fasil Vega did be a big favourite this last year mm. on South Goldmark, but we have not said about him today. <laughs> Horrible. Uh, 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 the, it's uh, it's getting brought up every race. <laughs> I, 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 think, I think it's hard enough to even pick which Mullins horse is the best in the bumper these days. But uh, the one I'm going to go for is. Uh, I was looking through a few videos of different winners that, and a lot of the Mullins horses, they all win with their head in their chest and they're yeah. sprinting clear. And you don't know whether Patrick Mullins is trying to pull them back or he's just letting them run home in their own time. But the one I'm going to go for is one up in Sligo, uh, a horse called Fun Fun Fun. I believe uh, your man Patrick Mullins actually bred it as well. Now I'm not sure he's, if he's that's the one he's going to ride in the bumper now. It may not even be, but uh, when he's training at that and. I think it, it might be the better best of the Mullins ones, and on that basis, I'll go for him. Fun, fun, fun. fun. fun he's fun, about uh, just for the tape. He's about um, thirteen to two, say six to one, seven to one. And Very nice. My good friend John Elliot um, gave me a tip for fun, fun, fun to win the bumper twenty five to one before he ran at Sligo, 
and he backed him to win at 25s and he backed him at Sligo. He probably bolted in at Sligo. He bolted in, yeah, he certainly did. Um, just to point out, it was Leopardstown, not Sligo, so Mick needs to go back and look at his tapes again. Was it was at Leopardstown on the last day, mm. the Sunday at the February meeting. We so can check that over. You can check it over yeah, all yeah. you want because yeah. I remember it was a Sunday I was playing golf and I checked the results. Oh, the, that, the one I'm talking about was the 21st of October. Um, uh, yes, that's not his first run though. You're going back to, his, you're going back to another run he had. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. yeah that's yeah. okay. Yeah. Mm. Forgiven. Yeah. Forgive and forget. Um, he won the World Cup actually. Information for you. Uh, it's for me yeah. and fun, fun, fun. It's for me as a 72 favourite. Fun, fun, fun at 71. They're both owned by the same owner. And this, this owner, I can tell you personally, hates the bumper at Shelton absolutely hates it and it breaks him heart, his heart to run a, race, a horse in this so the word on the street is he won't run the two of them but um, till we get the final decorations hard to call it's, it's non-runner um, money yeah, back non-runner no bad anyway yeah, yeah. both were very yeah. impressive last time out yeah. I have to admit um, soft ground wise it's not a great bumper the dream to share has come out of nowhere in the betting mm. but he's a good ground horse um, when, when we were in Cheltenham in November Queen's Gamble my God, was the best bumper winner I've seen in years for, from the UK. Uh, he's been favoured for the, the bumper for, for weeks after that. Unfortunately, he got turned over a 4-9 to nine in a small field last time out. He's drifted out to 16-1. to one. I think Queen's Gamble each way, you know, um, could, be, could be a little squeaker here. Um, but he'll go to Ireland, there's no doubt about it. Um, I'm going to go for another Mullins horse who's only had one run and finished second in a bumper and didn't win. His name is Chapeau de Soli. Ten to one. Um, he was second the better days ahead. He hung all over the place on the run-in, left and right, couldn't get his head straight. He would have won that easy. Um, it's good form that race. Some of the horses that finished behind have come out to win since. And uh, a ten to one for Richie Rich, I think. Chapeau de Soli. You don't know which Patrick is riding on it. Um, Patrick hasn't decided yet. He'll either yeah. ride it for me or fun, 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 I'd say. Yeah. Um, but that'll be depending on whether the owner agrees he has the cards yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. KPMG, have you went to say about day two? Uh, better days ahead. Oh, there you go. Like just 12, just 12 to 1 in the last As I said, he beat Chape de Soil <coughs> last time out and he was impressive. Yeah. So that's the farm line I'm going with. That's the bumper I'm taking as the bumper farm for this I was week. certain he meant that, like, no, I'll give you a better one for Thursday and Friday, not an actual <laughs> yeah. horse there. Look, look, <laughs> you, know, you know, the first day hasn't been great, but there's day two. We've given you a few 16s, 11s, 10s. You know, there's a few yeah. outsiders for yeah. there, so think hard about that. We're going to take a short break, um, and when we come back, we've got Thursday and Friday of Cheltenham and just to let you know now we're getting into really tough decisions because there's still 40 or 50 yeah. horses declared for each race yeah. so this is where our reputation goes on the line but uh, we'll do our best for you if um, you'd like to keep the money you've already won please yeah. just turn off now <laughs> <I'll answer. laughs> okay. see you soon so day 3 lads yeah. um, uh, so Thursday onto the new course uh, and a bit of information about the new course is it's apparently much stiffer climbing for home than the old course. So, right. you know, so it's about staying on, on Thursday and Friday. Yeah. And if the yeah. ground yeah. forecast rain on Wednesday, it could be down to stairs. So, yeah. you know, the, the plotters could come into play. But this first one for me, Mark, is we mentioned this line of form before with Mighty Potter. And I get the previous ones after going in, it's even strengthens my line for Mighty, Mighty Potter. I thought he was brilliant that day. And then. Um, in um, Leperstown. Uh, no, he's going to be a short price again, Charlie. Uh, but it'll be five to four. 
Is Banbridge going to go in that? Banbridge is going here for definite. Is he? Yeah. 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 Does he? But will he go on soft going? Um, he might. Two and a half miles of soft might be stretching it for Banbridge. Yeah, yeah, I, I think yeah. if the ground was good, Banbridge could get very close to Mighty Collar. Yeah, yeah. But with the but soft yeah. ground. He did us a nice favour when we were over in uh, Leperstone, November, Bambridge, but uh, the no, I'm going to stick with Mighty Potter for this, uh, and that run in Leperstown. Yeah, it was impressive, it was, wasn't it? Was it? Very, very impressive band. It could but, be one for the Akum, I think, with uh, Delta Work, definitely. Um, Bambridge, if it's soft, he will he will run well, Bambridge, you know. You think he's definitely going in that, yeah? But the, 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 according to Joseph Brown, you're right, that uh, Bambridge will run in this, and he will reverse the form with Mighty Potter, but that's pure rubbish you know like uh Bambridge was well beaten last time out about yeah. 10 or 12 lengths yeah. you know yeah. he, he looked like he needed two and a half miles the time before that he ran in two miles <coughs> three and they said it was too far from so they want to make up their mind now mighty potter's been class he, he he won very easy last time out he's going to take some beating and uh for the forecast stage there at 11 to 1 is a good each way bet right. his horse uh, trained by paul nichols absolutely bolted up last time out and we were in the the, the Orchard mm. pub, um, which I'd like to give a plug for this year because we slagged it last year. Um, and um, myself and Mick appeared over there. And the stage star was won last time out. Peter Wilson turned around and easy up and said, This will win at Cheltenham. And Paul Nichols uh, reckons it's, it's a great chance. But it's Mighty Potter all day for me. And he's going in with Delta in the big treble. So remember the, the I'll give you the third one soon. Mm. Okay. Now, yeah, I want to handicap Mick. You want to leave yeah, that to me? Perfect. Well, I'll throw in one on, on this though. It's, um, there's a, a three to one fair for this to shoot first, but the one I'm going for, and again, it's another horse you have to forgive, is uh, one of his last runs. It's a uh, Maxim. He had won impressively at Punchestown with Navin, and I, I backed him then out in, in, uh, in Leperstown on, uh, in February, beginning of February. I think he came in something like 12 to 14 or something like that. But I just don't know what way it boxed back down the field or that. But, you know, I got, I'm going to give him another chance, Mark, on, on the basis of what he had done before that day. Like, I think he was only 6 or 7 to 4 that day out in Leperson, was he? Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I, this is where my head is wrecked. Like, Maxim was unbelievable the two runs before that. Mm. Um, Leperstown in February, he was... Percival de Galloway, I think, was getting £10 better off for a hiding by him the time before, yeah. which still wouldn't be enough to get near him. Mm. And he ended up winning, and Maxim was well beaten. I think he was 12 to 14. Yeah. I don't like to use the word fix, but it came to me mind that day. Um, no, I, I have nothing to do with that, Absolutely. Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't forgive and forget, as we said already, he yeah. was 12 to he was beaten. What price is he here after seven, that? Seven or eight to one. I think seven or eight to one. Won't be yeah. He won't be winning. He can't. Do you think it should be higher after our last performance? Well, it should be. But, but, but like, if you do nothing at all at Leperstown, like his two previous runs, Mark said there were there were two um there were two brilliant runs at Punchestown. Unbelievable! He hacked oh, up both times. Absolutely. He and should that, have won at Leperstown even with the twelve pound. Yeah. He never tried. Yeah. Well, he, know, didn't, he didn't appear to read no, it. But that's, no, but that's, but that's, that's he didn't. He's not saved himself this race. He can't win this race. It's as simple as that. Um, like shoot force three to one for a potential order is a joke. Like, should we separate to one to field for this one? Like, this, this is Charles Bournes again. You know, he's, he's turned these horses up every now and again, you know. Like, you know, look, lucky KPMG is here because, you know, if I, had, if I open my mouth now, I could be going to prison. So, I'll say nothing. 
I'll just say he likes good ground and he won't win this. Um, Maximum was well beaten last time. I would be surprised if he uh, can do anything about that today. And Percival Lego, who won that race, mm. I don't know how he won it because <coughs> I'm gone. The boss is Oscar. He's getting on in age. Um, walking on air is a super horse and will go off favour for this if the ground is good, good to soft. But if it's too soft, he won't. Uh, that's a uh, Henderson joke. He has a good chance. And good time Johnny has been crying out for this trip the last few weeks. A, a very clever training by, I think it's uh, Arthur Morris the trains. Good time Johnny. I don't know who it is. But this lad's been running over two miles, two and a half. Uh, and he's a three mile horse. He's won a Cheltenham over three miles before. He's been saved for this. So 12 to 1 good time Johnny has a chance, you know. But there's only one winner here, boys, girls, dogs, cats. And that's thanks for the help. Absolutely awesome. And I mean awesome. And his first run the handicap over three miles last time out of Warwick. Absolutely hosed up. And I'm talking about a handicap where he, the, the jockey could carry the horse over the last team staff reckon going that well. And he won in a canter to get him into this race. You know, he, he needed to win to get in and he won by 20, 25 lengths. He had to go up about 12 pound of weights and by doing that he did. He's in. It's David Pipe. He's going to come here swinging on the bridle in a three-mile handicap hurdle and then <coughs> very easy. Walking on air will be close if the ground dries out and good time, Johnny. Forget the rest. Okay? Is that a banker then with those words? That's a banker. Thanks for the help. Thanks for the Five help. Five to right. one. Absolutely sluicing up on Thursday. Would you agree, Mick? I mean, no, no. Max- I'm going to stick with, uh, with Maxim, but uh, you are ignoring his. I'm going to his two previous runs. <laughs> After all that talk, would yeah. you agree? No. Don't agree, don't agree. Don't forget, right. I haven't had a winner since the 1st of January. That's yeah. how common yeah. I am. <laughs> Ryanair yeah. Chase, Nick. Ryanair, yeah, the short price favourite in this Shishkin. I said, I think his, his, his best days are behind him, but he's still probably a worthy favourite. But 8 to 11 is very, very tight. Uh, that's what he is, I think, a bit eight to eleven. He was. Yeah, he'd be outside. He's definitely Yeah, outside. yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't buy Blue Lord. No, the one I'm going to go from this is um, Conflated, and it's mainly on his win in the um, the Saddles Chase, the, the Grade One at uh, at um, at Leperstown. But uh, that'd be about for his one about five to one. I'm pretty he's certain he's running the Gold Cup. What's that? I'm pretty certain he's going for the Gold Cup. Complete. It's, it's still five to one. Yeah. Quoted for the. Well, Gardnelli was talking. This is Gardnelli the night. He's he's fairly adamant he's going for the Gold Cup. But is he? I hope he doesn't because I agree with you. He's a good horse. Yeah, he is. Yeah. You know, he looked very good he in won that. Cheltenham yeah. last year, I think, didn't he? Uh, yeah. He ran really well in a good race at Cheltenham. Last year. <coughs> well, he certainly did well to win that great yeah. one at Leopardstown. Right. But uh, I, I I honestly thought he was going in this rider now, but I. I if he's going to the Gold Cup, I'd leave yeah. him be, you know. Uh, but if he goes in this, I think he'd be able to give Shishkin a right yeah, for his yeah, money yeah, at five I, to one. I, to I, don't, I don't like Shishkin anymore. Mm. You know, I don't like horses that you know win, then pull up, and then win, mm. then pull up. You know, you, see, you wouldn't be taking eight to eleven no, on him. No, anyway, I wouldn't be taking know. eight to eleven. And he's probably a, a good thing, you know. And he's a great horse, and I, I love him. And you know what I mean. Sorry, just be careful there. No, I thought it was James Clerkin, but uh, Zeus is keeping quiet, so we're all right. Yeah. But no, look. I'm not, he's not going into my treble. He's not a banker, you know. Um, he, he should win, and if he does. If Conflated runs, I, I'd rather back him than Shishkin. However, I'll be having a five for each way on French Dynamite at about 14 to 1. He was second in the Paddy Power Gold Cup, very unlucky in November. He's uh, run a couple of hot races since. Uh, he deserves a race, this lad. Rachel will be riding him. 
he likes Cheltenham, and I take a 14 to 1 if anything goes wrong with Shishkin. Or betting without Shishkin, you probably get 6 to 1. So French Dynamite for mm-hmm. me, conflated if he runs, but I have a sneaky feeling he's going yes, for it. But no banker Shishkin, just, you know, <coughs> but if he wins, fair play to him. Yeah, yeah. That'd be a pity, I think, if conflated does go on the goal because I, I honestly couldn't see him winning the goal. No, I, I can't see him winning. Two yeah. and a half miles at the top of suit and better. Yeah, I think but, it would, yeah. But I think yeah. It's, it's, the, it's Michael O'Leary's pushing for it. Yeah, yeah. So there's Hurdle now. This is a great race this year now. Yeah, you know, you know is Blaise and Cal going? Or he was supposed to be injured. No, Blaise and Cal is going. Tiepo's going. Yeah. Maria's Rock is going. Home by the lady. Florent yeah. Porter's back. He's not injured. Yeah. Gold Tweed, mm. Paisley Park, Ashdale Bob, Classical Dream. Mm. A great race. Absolutely great race. There'll be 12 or 13 runners. It's going to be wide open, three or four to one the field. Um, this race throws up all sorts of bizarre results over the years. We haven't had a good one since. Uh, well, Florin Porter is going for it, wasn't it? Florin Porter's going for three in a row, isn't he? Yeah, Florin Porter's yeah. going for three in a row. Yeah, just yeah. coming back from injury, yeah. question mark. He's been well floored as far as two runs this year. Yeah, you know, it'd be nearly worth for it to, to win it to get your man interviewed again. You remember the man that was uh, cursed and that had to go the owners, yeah, it'd nearly worth it, but. Uh, like, but Blazing Cal, I think if, if he's gone, I, I thought now that he was injured, but if he's gone in it, you know. Well, he's been that, very that, impressive. Yeah, it was and, and Gizzard's tip as he well. Won Chelten, he he hasn't won two runs. years until a few weeks ago and came <coughs> back after a two year break and won very easy. Um, you know, uh, he, he, on form he looks good. Yeah. Unfortunately for me, he has the, the trainer of Seaborns yet again. Yeah, not allowed yeah. to mention politics. I don't back his horses, so mm. I won't be backing mm. him. Mm. Um, Marie's Rock, I don't think he'll get the three miles won. Mm. Yeah, she'll come there in the bridle but won't stay. Tiupu beat yeah, Honeysuckle. Uh, yeah. You know, two uh, and a half miles. Yeah. He could be ending. You know, three miles won, stairs hurled if it's soft as a hard race to get. Yeah. Actually, the, the one who's been very impressive this year is Home by the Lee. Yeah. He's a bit of a nobody. He's won twice the two big three mile races. So, you know, it's it's a fascinating even, race. Even, even Classical Dream, he ran well in that race that yeah. Tiupu won as well. So. It, it's a fascinating race. You know, you could. Gold Tweet absolutely bolted up at Shelton. He's been supplemented from France. You know, I, I, I think it's going to be on the day who you back, you mm. know, because we'll see what the ground is like. Um, at the moment, um, I, I'm going to stick with Paisley Park at 14 to 1. You know, he's 11 years old now. He's probably one of his last runs ever. Yeah. He's like Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, certainly. He'll either win or he'll finish fifth or sixth. Yeah. He'll look beaten. Beat, he's no, going to be staying on well. On, yeah. There's question marks about a lot of these. Blazing <coughs> Cal, Teopu. Yeah. They're, they're, they're not. You know, Florham Potter, just, if he wins, if, he, if they get him right, fair play to him. Yeah. But guaranteed to be coming home up the hill is Paisley Park. And a 14 to 1, he could be each way value. You know, a small each way, but it's not a race I'd be sticking my neck out on, but it's definitely a good race, and I'm yeah. uh, looking forward to it. I think I'd be going for placing Cal if he runs, but if not, I'd go for uh, the Oakland the Hatton's Grace at Tia Poo. I'd go yeah. for it. I thought that's all the way. Definitely. The plate, two and a half mile handicap chase. We don't know what's running yet. Um, crazy price, so Scottish. Yeah. This is the same owner and trainer as the shunter who landed the big gamble mm-hmm. last year. This mm-hmm. horse has been laid out for this race. Yeah. He's uh, he's ran some really good races this year and he's uh, hasn't he's been rested mm-hmm. and deserves to be favoured. I think seventy two is <coughs> a bit skinny. Yeah. He, he looked me I looked at the video of that race he won at Carolina. He looked to be flat out. No, fair enough. Yeah. In the last twenty yards he pulled on, but he looked he didn't seem like that much in hand there, but he was beaten at Ascot, but uh, there's plenty of money for them all right. Yeah, they, 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 the Irish are, are cleaning up. It's a handicap. To be, to be, he'll, he'll be 3 to 1. Yeah, it's a handicap. I'll leave it to yeah. you on that one. No, it's first five places, lads. You have to go looking for five places, you know. Um, like, 
there's two here for me. They're both twelve to one at the moment, and there's been five places. I'd be, I'd be disappointed if they're both not in the top five. One is uh, Frero Bamboo. Uh, he loves the soft ground. He he loves Cheltenham. He's not he's not having a great season. He's shown snippets of form, but uh, yeah, he's he's a spring horse, you know. And uh, Venetia Williams is just coming into form. I think a twelve to one. If he his jumping holds up, he'll go close. And another one who ran a cracker at Sandown last time out is uh, that's all right, Gino. Um, he's got Cheltenham form. He, he's younger, fresher legs. At twelve to one, he's a great chance. Midnight River at twelve to one will run a good race, but I think um, <coughs> this will go to something a bit younger. Um, so if you're looking for value for money, leave out so Scottish. It's that's all right, Gino at twelves. Frere Bambo at twelves. They're my two picks. Unless uh, unless Mick is and he wants to throw no, in there. No, no, I wouldn't fancy so Scottish either. Main because when I saw such a short price as it has it done when I looked at you all. Know, like battling to win a race at Carlisle, you know, it's kind of like winning the Quebec in here, isn't it? Yeah, yeah but it's, it's the weight. Yeah. I, 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 no, What's wrong with you? No, 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 no. no, God bless Quebec. That's okay. But I, no, I, I'd go along with uh, with, with Mark's uh, tips on that. And, yeah. You know, I'd leave it at that. Yeah. Mayor's Novice Hurdle, uh, one of the newer races. This race uh, is a hot favourite every year, and I think we've had 50 to 1 winners two of the last, last two years, haven't we? Just, yeah, yeah this shot. looks really hot, isn't it? This, this is a good horse. Boys. Yeah, yeah. And that was the one I picked out for it now, Mark, but it oh, is. Yeah. It's, what is it going to be? 5 to 4? Yeah, it's 6 to 4. This fella's good. This yeah. is the treble. This is the right, treble. Okay. This fella is a machine. If he goes to the Supreme Novices Hurdle, he'll win. But he, I don't think uh, Henderson has the balls to run him in the Supreme Novices. He'll probably put him here and take this prize. I think we're going to have a fab winning this. This fella's good. Uh, he's I seen him winning his bumper this yeah. last April, I think it was, and went in the notebook. And when he was making his hurdle day, they were told Mick, this fella's a machine, and he bolted up, and he's he's won by thirteen then since. Uh, as the ball goes in the water on the seventeenth, I know you're supposed to turn to. I told you, Finn, lovely man. Uh, he's going to be bogey in the seventeenth, but it's Lucia to win the mares. Yeah. Nothing can beat her. It's the treble. What's the treble, Johnny? Delta work, yeah. Lucia, and uh, Faso Vega. No, Mighty Potter. <laughs> Mighty Potter, Lucia, and Delta work. There's your treble. Lucia will win this. It's one for the Brits. No one can beat him. Now, I like Princess is always running here. Zoe, remember him? He's a flat horse. Uh, oh, that's Emmett or well, Tommy Mullins. Tommy Mullins. Yeah. Tommy Mullins reckons this fella will win. Yeah. He thinks. Uh, He's a he's yeah. class. He's great. One in the flat. Yeah. He 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 won his hurdle debut. He was very novice. It's only a second run over hurdles. He's twelve to one. He said it's a crazy price, um, and fair play to him. But uh, you know, for me, it's Lucia uh, all day long. There's, there's there's nothing to beat this lad. Put it in your treble, and uh, if, if it loses, mark, yeah. come get me afterwards. Okay. Last race right, day the, two. Right, the Kim Yor. Right. This is a well, amateur jockeys. Yeah, but. Uh, the one I'm going for this uh, is uh, Dunboyne. Um, he ran uh, down in the Tiestas chase down in, um, in Gorham Park. He was second. I uh, was literally beaten on the lob by Mullins. What was Mullins joke to beat him that? He was literally just caught in the line. Oh, yeah, uh, he came down the white outside. Yeah, down the white outside. Yeah, yeah, but, uh, I remember. He ran an absolute cracker. And the going was fairly soft that day. Uh, hopefully the going is still reasonably soft. Yeah. By it may have dried up a bit by torch, but that... That would be the one for me. He's about ten, about ten to one. Each give, way, give or take. You need a good jockey yeah. in this race. These are amateur yeah. jockeys, right? Mm. We don't want you, you. don't want an amateur on that's never ridden at Cheltenham. You want a fellow of course farm, you know. Here because it's three miles. It's going to take some getting. Uh, Stumptown is one of the best jumpers I've seen this year. Yeah, 
couldn't believe how well he jumped and, and cruised in the sand down last time out. Mr. Incredible again, the Willie Mullins young lads in the stable reckon this is a banker. Um, it's a race, you know, that normally the Irish do well in. I, I'd like to wait till Thursday. Um, if, if you're going to ask me now for something, I'm going to go for Angels Dawn at 7-1, to one, another Irish horse. He travelled really well when he fell <coughs> two runs back and I think he won his last race pretty impressively. He has the good jockey um, at seven to one. That'd be my each way tip at this stage. Mm. But uh, would you fancy done by the talent, man? Yeah, he has a chance. Yeah, yeah. Gordon Elliott. Yeah, mm. I did look at him. Yeah, mm. um, yeah. I, it was a hard race he ran in the yeah. Triestas. Yeah. You know, you know, yeah. once he's recovered, he should have. It was about six weeks ago. Um, but it, it it looks like it's going to be a one, two, three, four for the Irish. Moonbeg Genius is the only English horse winning chance. John Joe's joke. He's won three in a row. It'll come down to the ground though and the jockey choice. It's something to wait till Wednesday night to have a pop on. But if anyone doing wants a bit of info now, it's Angels Down and Dunboyne both each way, I'd say, you know? Yeah. Okay. Uh, KPMG, and to add to us for Thursday? Oh, Angels Down is actually listed as 14 to 1 at the moment. Is he? Yeah, just looking so at that. Uh, good each way. Bet's at 365 here, he's only 7 to 1. But all the bookies fluctuate. Can I just let you know that uh, <coughs> the bookies have gone very greedy lately and. Uh, if you're doing any lucky 15s or trebles, my recommendation is not to take any prices because all these prices are gone greedy on. They've slashed them all because it's non-runner, no bet. They'll all be bigger on the day, yeah. but you don't get the better price anymore in multiples. Uh, the greed some of, the, some of them might guarantee it, Mark, for Cheltenham. Yeah. Singles, definitely. Yeah, yeah. It, oh, yeah. If you, find a, if you find a book he's offering multiples, take it because I guarantee you to be horses three to one on the mornings and they'll end up five and six to one, you know, so just a bit of information there. Yeah. Um, and we need a break? Yeah. yeah, we'll have a quick break. We'll be back for the day four after the break. You start us We're almost done with you anyway, so let's go, last day. Okay, back in for day four, lads, and the, the first race up on day four is the Triumph Hurdle. Uh, there's a, again, there's a shortish price favourite in this uh, Blood Destiny, but... Um, I'm going to go for uh, Lossy Mouth, Mullins' horse. And again, this got beaten when badly hampered in Leopardstown. Now, the post-race comments after it was Willie Mullins taught the town and gave him too hard a race when uh, when his chance was gone. But uh, I suppose you're supposed to ride out to get the best possible position. And Willie certainly wasn't thinking of the place pod men at that stage when he was saying he should ease him up. But he was second and he was badly hampered. Now, whether or not if it's causing that much of ground is debatable, but it did appear to cost him quite a bit. Both Mark and I were out there that day. So I'll be going for uh, for Lossy Mouth uh, in the in, in this one. It's actually a town in Scotland, believe it or not. That's where they got the name from. Oh. Well inspired. Actually, it's a disappointing drawing portal. I'm just looking at the declarations. Oh. True there now, I'm sure there's three horses, four to one or less, and it's 16, 20 to one bar. There's no each way value again, you know? Uh, like scriptwriter 16 to 1 is far favourite and he was absolutely stuffed last time out so it's a Willie Mullins 1-2-3 if he runs the trade and Blood Destiny lost him out and Gallimer so um, yeah Mick mentioned the race there at February I, uh, I was impressed with Gallimer so first time out when he chased home lost him out because yeah, he hung very badly <coughs> and jumped to the right so I fancied him to win in February and uh, when he did however there were excuses for lost him out um, he got blocked a couple of times and uh, then he got going late. Uh, he was given a bit of a hard ride by uh, Paddy Mullins, according to Willie. Uh, I don't think so. She was trying to win for the punters. That's the way it should be. Uh, there's not much between the two of them. Um, but 
there's something just nagging me about the two of them. I, I don't think they're machines, you know. Blood Destiny absolutely bolted in in his first two runs um, very impressively. Um, he's unbeaten. Um, I think he'll win it at 13 8, but he's not a banker, you know. Uh, Lassie Mount will probably reverse the form of Gallimar, so, but it's, it's not that's, an exciting trying for I suppose before that uh, Leperstone race we were talking about, Lassie Mount has after been very impressive as well. Oh, he was. He yeah. bolted in. Yeah, yeah. 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 As I say, I don't like horses that get beaten. I know he had a bit of an excuse mm. and he did run on so you know you'd nearly forgive him but uh, it wasn't a great race uh, Blood Destiny could be anything he could he could battle out of it <clears throat> what's disappointing me here there's nothing else you know for an each way I used to love script rider I went off him now Jibcott uh, uh, is a huge uh, purchase from France by Ben Pauling again we mentioned him with Bad earlier on mm. The two horses have gone from. He's been supplemented for this race, and it costs a good chunk of money to supplement at this stage. stage the game, they obviously think he's good, but you know he's going in at the deep end. He's one to watch, but uh, it's between Blood Mount, uh, Blood Destiny, and probably Lassie Mount. Um, I, I go for Blood Destiny, but you know, come tor- come Friday, I'm not a favourite backer. <coughs> uh, I don't know what it, you know. I I I, I could I could end up. Uh, given this race and this, but Blood Destiny for me, lost him out the danger, a, a poor trying for You put him in your play spot. Play spot, but yeah, that's it. Now, on to one of my favourite races, the County Hurdle. Um, 60 runners declared at this stage, unfortunately, so it's a handicap hurdle, two miles. Uh, the Irish normally do well in this. It's going to be a lunatic sprint. Going to go off like greyhounds, they're going to run each other ragged, and then when they come to the second last, and you get excited, there's still seven and a half furlongs to go. <laughs> We've been caught out a few yeah. times. Filey Bay, another hot favourite for Anthony Mullins, uh, who has so Scottish, he seems to be getting good at this laying out horses for Cheltenham. Um, if I'm not mistaken, uh, he was well beaten the other day at Kelso, toward a fort only behind Benson and Colonel Mustard. So I don't know why he's nine to two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pembroke, there's been a lot of word for him on the street. Um, a lot of these are novices going handicap hurdling for the first time, so he's eight to one. I like Hunter's yarn. He's been very impressive at Navin and Nace in two novice hurdles last two times out for Willie Mullins. He won well. If he goes in here, he could be thrown in, and he could be one to watch. Um, Jim Coco, we backed him at Cheltenham in November in the Greywood hurdle. He got going late and finished second. He's been put away for this, so he definitely has a good chance. And old Sharjah, you know, he's been running the champion hurdles <coughs> the last three years in Ireland and England, and mm. he always runs a good race in second or third. Mm. He's thrown in here in a handicap. His, his last run actually, Mark, uh, was just I looked at the video behind Phil Door, uh, back in uh, back in the eighteenth of February when he came second to him. It wasn't a bad run, you know. I think, yeah, I think like if he gets is, in here, price is Sharjah, eight he's, to one. He's eight or ten to one. I think he's a decent. You know, like. We need to know later on the week what's going. You know, Colonel Mustard, I see, entered here after he only finished second at Kelso last week with a big way to be hard to see him pulling it off. You know, I like Sharjah 10 to 1 and Jin Coco 10 to 1, both <coughs> each way, and Hunter Jarn 9 to 1. So there's two or three for each way if you want to do mm-hmm. something. Wait till see if they're running yeah. come Thursday or Friday. They'll still be 7 or 8 to 1. Um, one of those lads, definitely, but there's a bit of each way value there. Now he's probably I'd, get six places. Yeah, I'd be rolling in with Sharjah there. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Charge would be the one. Though. Not even each way, all the way. Uh, each no, way. I do him each way. Yeah. yeah it's ten to one. He's worth each way. Worth each way. I don't know. Six bases. Yeah. 
probably do Definitely. Fire, probably do fire Absolutely. Six and that, so. Yeah. Like he's, he's probably giving them all a good bit of age, is he? Sure, he would be. He's probably giving yeah. them weight as well. Yeah, he seems to be around a lot of him. But, yeah. you know, you never know them. You know, he's, as, as Mark said, he used to be running against, you know, he used to be running against, like, Safahin and those at one stage, you know. Yeah. You know, so, like, uh, it's, um, I'd, I'd give him a certainly a great each way chance at, at about 8 or 10 to 1 mm. yeah definitely yeah. now the Albert Bartlett Novice Hurdle um, a fascinating race every year 3 miles like, I don't know I can't remember the last time the Faber won this could be 10 years ago the guys thinking about this race we've had 50 to 1 16 to 1 14 to 1 but the winner, uh, winners of these races have gone on to win big chases and big you know like we've, it, it seems to produce future stars you know is, Her- is Hermes Allen gone out of that mark? He won't be running that. Hermes Allen has gone yeah, in the, yeah, the, yeah. the Valley Mar. Yeah. It's just a, a fascinating race. And it's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I think the first eight in the betting are all Irish. And they're all good horses, <coughs> every single one of them. So we need to see who's going to run. Uh, I know three-card brag has been laid out for this. Uh, that's Gordon Elliott's joke. There's a lot of people. Mm. Uh, I've been taught that back this to win the Carl Cup. It's not going. The Carl Cup is going here. Because he's come into four to one. Uh Corbett's Cross has been impressive. Uh, he's won two or three races. He won at Cheltenham, I think, in November. Again, he's a good ground horse. Um, Embassy Gardens, Willie Mullins. He, you know, this bolted in last time out, so he could be in anything. Uh, I like Hidden Valley Lake at 8-1 to one each way. And Sandor Clegan, 8-1 each way. Um, Sandor Clegan was toured behind Goodland at Leopardstown over two and a half miles, and he was noticed getting going late, so he had his three miles today. And Hidden Valley Lake was very impressive last time out. I think... Uh, Gordon Elliott uh, has this one. I know he has three-card brag. I find it hard every year. I don't get the winner of this race. You know, something comes up out of the blue. But if you're asking me now, a week before, for a couple of each ways, they're my two at eight to one. Unless Nick has had that. No, that. I've, I've no strong opinion of that race whatsoever. The one that picked this isn't even going in that. Um, isn't even going in that mark. No, so he's not going to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So. Okay, so next up is the Gold Cups. And, and uh, this one... <sighs> A very hot favourite in it again, uh, Gallop and the Champ, and but he certainly yeah, has merits in it. Like, there is, I was reading a few different articles about him. There is a chance that he won't stay the, 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 the full distance. I suppose the, the soft ground could even exasperate that even more. Just uh, Brave Man's game, a case being made for him. But my selection for it is uh, last year's winner, a Plute Tard. It's about seven to one, maybe, maybe eight to one now. It was pulled up in its last run, which what isn't ideal, but uh, it's worth remembering that he was beaten by Galvin in the Sabbles before he won last year's Gold Cup as well. So I'll be a far better run than pulling up. But anyone that wants before I have a bet of this, just to go back and look at the way he won last year's Gold Cup. Like, like uh, Manila Endo seemed to have got the run of the race and got a few lengths clear, and yet he just left him for dead and strode clear up the hill. So... I think I I find it hard that the, that uh, the rabbit would send him back over, if it's just to pull him up in a gold cup. You know that that there must be something wrong on the day maybe. But uh, I I think he's a great price at uh, you know seven eight to one for it, and that'd be my bet for it. And but I, I, I do him for a win because he's either I think he's either going to win it or there's something wrong with him. Mm. Any opinions yourself, Mark? Gotta make it very easy. He jumps, he stays, he wins. Galloping the shop. Nothing else to say. Okay, okay. Uh, even any value there? I think uh, you're saying Manila, uh, who came second last year. Melinda was about twenty to one. Yeah, but well, you make it twenty to one. <coughs> eight hundred and fifty euro. He's the starry horse, isn't he? He won the American National. He won the 
the car we played. Yeah, don't just going to run. Your man was on the telly just there this evening, and uh, the shark said the ground's too soft. They're going to bring him over. Yeah, it's but, too soft. But, but, uh, he said he, he's only a start. You know, if it's soft, nobody hates to run into a place. Last year's Grand National winner. You know, um, the brave man's game won't stay for definite. Uh, if a blue tired is right, he has a chance. But you know, I don't forgive him for yet. He was fucking slaughtered. That's excuse the language. At uh, Haydock and no, it's but it's Galpin the champ. He's just he's unbelievable. Uh, he'll kill them. Uh, and uh, that's it. Mm. No, I've nothing else. Oh, to say. Okay, right. We're on to the, the Hunter's Chase and the what's called the James Palace Hunter's Chase. And the other going for here owes me a right few quid. I backed this lad last year, winged leader, and with two a hurdle to go, you couldn't see him being beaten. And out of the blue, the favourite was a bill away came and just nailed them just on the line. Mm. Just lifting, just nailed. I think it went to a photo finish, I remember. But but Billowin did get up anyway, bit. But like uh, wing leader, I'm going to give him another chance. You know, man. I know it's a very short summary of it, but uh, I'm going to give him a chance. It's about five to one, Shawnee, for the, the, the purpose of the recording. So it's wing, wing leader. Yeah, back from last year myself, making I was about eight lengths clear at the last. How he got caught, I'll never know. Yeah. It hasn't run since, which is bizarre. Though. That's the only worry. This is his first run since last March. Um, so I'm sure he'll go out to the front again. I mean, Christie has trained. He is the first train to Betton. Vassalet, uh, very impressive. Fern's lock was unbelievable last time out. So I, I don't think he's going to run all three, the same trainer. But um, definitely, you know, the heart says wing leader. Um, uh, it's not. It's it's a funny old race, you know. Amateur jockeys, you know. It's not one to put your house on. Um, we're still going. You're looking to have the house left with yeah, now. Wing leader, I think, mixed right each way, eleven to two. And uh, for the sex maniacs out there, a couple of quid each way on Dork and Cock at 12 to 1. Check that there with the solicitor. <laughs> Alleged sex maniac. <laughs> <laughs> the Mayor's Chase Michal, second last race of the uh, Cheltenham Festival 2023. Mayor's We're running out of money. What are we going to do? Penny powers, yeah, this baby. Oh, I'm, I'm, Mark, I'm going back to back in the favourites here. This is uh, Lund's joke, isn't it? The, um, the one that jumps right and yeah, uh, tries yeah. to run out of every fence. In a, in a yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, that one that uh, I was odds on to win a turnless and a one by as far as the camera could yeah. pan back for it, you know. Mm. So I reckon that uh, plus is um even only five to four. Yeah. Right, right, but he was hurt. <coughs> Excuse me. I thought he was going to be a superstar when I seen him hurling. He's very yeah. impressive, but he's just, he, he, he dives yeah. out to the right in every fence. Yeah. Every fence he comes. There's some engine in him, though, Mark. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And even uh, Ruby Walsh uh, on the the Paddy Power uh, podcast the other night uh, didn't fancy him. He said it's, it's going to cost him. Um, it's only going to be seven runners here, so there's no each way value. Uh, eight to one last week. Jeremy Slam. He won well at Sandown last time. Now he's down to nine to two. So he's my tip. Uh, uh, Which one, Mark? Uh, Jeremy's Flame. Right, He's nine yeah. to two at the moment. Mm, mm. Uh, with the favour jumping to the right, five to four is no value. Jeremy's Flame is nine to two at the moment. If uh, anyone wants to put him in, we, there. we have nothing else for the accumulator. Then it's just a treble. Uh, for me, for a short price one. Oh, well, yeah. I have a short price accumulator. <coughs> I'll give it at the okay, end. Right. Yeah, okay, no, no right, problem. Okay, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, sorry, yeah. 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 no, wait, that's no problem. So because to be lads listening for the podcast. No, we'll, just we'll give an update at the end just to for yeah. lads who are fell asleep. You know, <laughs> her went to watch so the golf. An absolute horror race to finish the Martin Pipe. Right. I think there's seventy-two runners still in it at this stage. It's a week away, and um, I, I, I really don't know. It's, it's, it's not a, a favorite race of mine. I wish they'd run in the middle of the week rather than the last race because. 
when you're desperate for a few bob you don't want to be going into this race <coughs> um, I've said all along my high at 10 to 1 and I'm going to mm. stick with him uh, I fancied him to win the Greatwood Hurdle at Cheltenham in November he was in my notebook he didn't run he made his debut a week later and finished 8 uh, I wasn't beaten far and uh, was only touched off at Sandown in the big 2 mile handicap hurdle there recently mm. he's 10 to 1 he's definitely running He's trained by Dan Skelton. He's informed. He will not get 10 to 1 next Friday. He'll be 5 to 1, 4 to 1. So I think if you're going to do an each way now, back my high each way, um, couldn't tell you much about the rest of them. Is Langer Dan likely to go? Langer Dan could go anywhere. Yeah. You know, he, like... Yeah. I, if he goes in this, I'd give him a right chance. Nick's a Langer Dan fan, yeah. uh, by the way. Yeah. Um, he's no fan of mine. He's a, he's a stumer. Um there's something funny about it. Yeah. no they're, they're trying to lay him out to win race I hate cheat not cheaters it's a harsh word to use but look you know, he's been in favour for every race he's in now. it's my high uh, for me at, at 12 to 1 and I'd just like to put a, a little word out for an old horse of mine um, he was in my notebook and I always back his name is Benson um, he had a terrible season last year and I thought he was finished but he went up to Scotland to Sandy Thompson a small trainer and uh, whatever they don't from up there. He's come back this year, unbelievable, uh, finishing second Drums. and had three wins. And uh, at Kelso last week, he came from miles behind to win a big two-mile hot handicap hurdle. He's he gets outpaced, he gets ridden, but he stays on well. And uh, he's down for the Coral Cup. I can't see him going for this. If, if he decides to run him here, it might be a bit quick. Fourteen to one. Keep an eye out for that. But it's my eye at ten to one mm. to finish the week off in a very tough race for me. I'll stick with Langer Dan. And Langer Dan yeah. for Mick. I'd yeah. say he'll run here, Langer Dan. Yeah, yeah. he should have won this race two years ago. I think it was. He yeah. fell at the first. He was gambled off the board, but uh, it's seven to one now at the moment. So yeah. you know, so uh, yeah. just watching yeah. Scotty Scheffler yeah. for a triple so, bogey. So, Mark, oh. you, yeah, do you want to give your final uh, a cue? Yeah. So look, summing up the week, right? Um, <coughs> can't wait for it. Obviously, you know, they've got some great fancies, you've heard them there. Uh, there's no guarantees, you know, but uh, I don't want anyone uh, getting solicitors or holding me to it. Um, Delta Work, Mark, has to go in. Yeah, I think Delta Work will go in, is a good yeah. thing. I yeah. really can't see Mighty Potter being beaten. Mm. Um, and uh, I think Galloping the Champ uh, will be three, and to finish off uh, the, 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 the four person at Hume, um, it was. Energy was I uh, no, uh, no. Edward Stone for me, wasn't it? Or did I have a fourth one somewhere else? Oh, Lucia. Yeah, mm. So no, there's my travel is Lucia, Delta Work, and you have Gallop and the Champ. Gallop and the Champ. And you had and Potter. Delta Work. And yep. Delta Work. Yeah. Yep. So there's three or four of them there. You know, that's you can. Well, I would just leave Gallop and the Champ out of it. Yeah. Do the travel. Okay. Um, Replace with Constitutional Hill. Yeah. No, nah, we'll we'll probably win though. Yeah, one of them always lets you down, but yeah. uh, that'll be it. So that'll be a way of getting Constitution yeah. Hill back. Put him in. Keep Fasel Vega out of your play spots. Lay him to lose. My God. Um, and then HMS Seahorse is going to sail in. You know, to be uh, he's an absolute yeah. certainty. And don't forget um, the other one I gave you there. Uh, each way. Uh, Thanks for all the help <coughs> and the pair yeah. times. And, and just a very, very final word, uh, Charlie, before we say that. Now, Mark Garrity, you can't say we do, don't look after you. <laughs> and 17 11 yeah. to Ireland, I'm going for. I think the English will get a few yeah. wins this year. And tell me, what are your, what are your strike rates? Why are your win rates generally when backing horses? Uh, 2% for me. <laughs> 2%. Yeah. 
two and a half, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, yeah. We've done well, and all seriously, we've done pretty well in this pod, podcast. You yeah. might remember your, your own brother, the uh, the very first day he backed four of the horses to be marked up, and for a euro lucky 15, he got over 1,500 quid. That's yeah. that's yeah. right, that's so right. Like, you know, the, we are, there is good information in there, but... Uh, yeah. So don't yeah, listen so, to all the other things. Don't beware of false prophets. <laughs> yeah. So those who don't like horse <laughs> racing, I um, want to have a flutter next week. Um, uh, I, have a bit, I believe Offaly will win their next game in Division 3 the, 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 the Gaelic football oh, yeah. you and, best believe uh, it yeah, <laughs> and uh, I'd like to thank uh, Derek from KPMG for coming along uh, Johnny for, for hosting the event Mick for his hospitality thanks for the spicy chicken skewers I'll be in the toilet all night um, too much information and, uh, <laughs> I hope Scotty Sheffer wins the golf for you and uh, best of luck to everybody and uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Okay. 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 All right. See you next year. Bye. Please, God.